0: Hey everybody, another day of the same thing as yesterday, basically, um, I'm out here in Union Square, I got my charged lemonade from Panera, and I considered getting a sandwich from there too, like a different kind, but none of them looked as good as the ham and cheese to me, so I didn't get one there. So then I spent some time walking around trying to find somewhere to eat. And I thought, okay, maybe I could eat at Spice Thai alone and get Pad Thai and, like, sit down. But then I was like, hmm, I don't know if I really want Thai. So I was like, okay, maybe a burger or something, or there's a Chinese place. None of them really spoke to me. I didn't really want to sit down at a restaurant that I couldn't use my laptop at, if that makes sense. Like, I didn't want to. So then I went to Think Coffee. And they have a sandwich I've always liked there, which is just bread, honey, brie, cheese, and um, green apple. And it was really good. It's not like a super filling thing. And it did cost like $10, which is only a couple dollars less than like what they give at Panera, which is so much more food, so much better, like so, so, so much better. I was like, okay, for $3 more, I could have gotten like... An actual sandwich but I was like well at least think coffee is a cafe where people everyone's just on their laptops working so I could like go on my laptop and be working whatever but I went and I got a table and then I didn't know how to log on to the Wi-Fi and I didn't want to stand up leave my laptop go to the counter and be like what's the password I don't know why and I didn't want to turn to anybody and ask them either Because the vibe, honestly, it just wasn't right in there. It's a different kind of person than Barnes & Noble. It's, like, diluted. (laughs) Well, I've done some meetings there in college with professors. Or with, like, mentor... Not mentors, but I met someone, an artist there once, who interviewed me to be part of his art project that got canceled during COVID. And it's kind of like that. Or it's, like, people doing... It's just, like... It's not that big I don't know It like fits like I don't know 15 people 20 people Really Max If every seat is filled I don't know And I couldn't go on the Wi-Fi. But what I did instead Was I ate my sandwich And I did like September outlining For the astrology Since I could like Look it up on my phone And then use my computer To like Type an outline So I kind of like Outlined A little bit at least Not completely <laughs> Like the September astrology Which puts me like way ahead Of schedule in terms of When I, when I normally do work like that But I couldn't do any other work Because I couldn't go online I was feeling so cursed in there Now I'm not in there And I am Walking to Barnes I have my charged coffee I mean my charged lemonade Is only like one fourth Drink but um, I'm going to hold on to it until I at least drink half of it, I think. Um, and then, so yeah, like, I don't even really want to sit inside and do work, but I'm going to try. I'm seeing Barbie later tonight alone. <laughs> Today's Wednesday. Barbie doesn't come out till Friday most places, so I'm going to, like, the first public showing basically i only thought of this last night to do this so basically every single showing was sold out there's only like a handful of showings tonight at 7 p.m and not every regal is playing it not every theater is playing it at 7 tonight because it doesn't really open until tomorrow but i got like literally the last available seat it's in the second row of like a regular screening really wanted to see it in like a large format but literally there was only one theater showing it that way and it was sold out and it doesn't look like they're showing it that way at all like in the coming days because Oppenheimer is taking all of the large format screens so anyway I'm gonna see that tonight at 7 at Union Square which is about three four five six seven it's four hours from now so I feel like that gives me enough time I just kind of want I really want to see it obviously who doesn't because of how much they marketed it and how ubiquitous they kind of try to make it and even though I'm not like super hyped about loving it or anything I do like Greta Gerwig and I am very curious and I I would love to be the first person I know to see it so I don't have to like hear about it from other people and try to like guess what it's like to make me curious like I'll just have seen it and known like right away I'm I'm kind of happy about that even though it's not like I would I love sitting in a packed out (laughs) it's not like I love sitting in a packed theater where every seat is taken and I have to sit near the front like I kind of hate that and I kind of want my first experience of it to be chiller with not a packed theater like weeks from now and uh um, weeks weeks from now <laughs> or I could like, not sit in the second row Do you know what I mean? So... They took down the House of Noble decal From the window at Barnes & Noble Because Pride Month is over So I guess they're changing the window display Which is sad I feel like it should always say House of Noble um, So yeah, I'm going to go into Barnes now And just like try not to buy anything. Alright, talk to you guys in a minute. Or later, I mean. Um, hey guys, I'm in the Whole Foods food court on 14th Street. And I'm sitting here with my laptop. I did some emailing that I needed to do. Um, and I looked at my emails, and there's nothing I need else I need to do in my emails, so I sent the email I needed to send, and I had some chicken tenders. For $6, I got three huge chicken tenders and a packet of ketchup. Honestly, so filling. The only thing that sucks is the breading in the chicken tenders it does have soybean oil and canola oil, but $6 for three huge chicken tenders? I'm loving it. I also got a small bag of chips, which i'm gonna to bring to the movie later, and I guess i'm gonna get a get a can of seltzer for the movie too, or maybe I'll get a coke or something. Um, the movie starts in thirty minutes, so I'm kind of just wasting time um uh, i I'm really bad, and I took the second half of the clonopin today, and it would be bad it's bad to have a clonopin habit where I would want to do it a little bit every day but I only took one pill and so I finished it and that's that Um, I did it, I can't go back and I'm feeling fine Um, with the movie something really funny happened where I was looking at the movie times again because the theater that I got was a regular size theater where I was in the second row and I noticed that the other theater the RPX one was still showing that it had seats available where yesterday it was showing there were none available so I looked at it and there was one seat left a a wheelchair companion seat so it's next to a wheelchair space so I canceled my other ticket and I got this new ticket and it was kind of scary because I was like what if in between the time that I cancel my old ticket the, the spot that was open in the other theater gets taken and then I can't go at all but fortunately I was able to Get the new seat. The only thing I'm worried about is—is is it? It is. It, it is a wheelchair companion seat. So if someone wanted to book a ticket with their friend who's in a wheelchair, technically, they get that seat over me, and like I wouldn't be able to sit there. I don't think because if you are going with someone who's in a wheelchair, like that's what the seat is for. But if no one in a wheelchair is gonna sit in that seat next to the companion seat, then it's like a free for all. You know what I mean? There was two other wheelchair spots that were bought and two that were open in this theater. So I just have to take a risk. The thing that's really funny is in the wheelchair row, the seats aren't in a continuous row. They're in like little pods. There'll be like two seats, two seats, two seats with many spaces in between. That's where the wheelchair seats would like spaces are. So it will just be me and a random person like sitting next to each other with no one else next to us. And hopefully their friend in a wheelchair will be next to them on the other side because they did buy the wheelchair seat. Another thing that like scares me is what if it's two people who are not in wheelchairs and they bought wheelchair companion and wheelchair and then didn't realize that the wheelchair seat is no seat at all and they wanted to get my seat? And then I'll be like, well, I paid for the seat. You guys didn't pay for the right seat. So what am I supposed to do? Like sit on the floor and let you sit there? Like, no, I got the seat that would be really tense and weird and I hope that doesn't happen I feel like so much could go wrong but it's in the bigger better movie theater it's in the back row instead of the second row so I'll actually be able to like see the screen which I feel like is majorly important to me and I'm looking forward to it um between now and then it's like 20 minutes now until the movie I'm gonna get a seltzer or soda, like I said, and then maybe just go outside and like get the w- soak in some of the warmth before I have to go into the chilly theater. Um, smoke as much weed as possible, basically. Um, I'm really excited for the movie, and I don't think it's gonna be bad, but I don't feel comfortable with the concept of the film and the marketing around it being so big and corporate paired with Greta Gerwig Greta's trying to make it seem like it's I feel like it's gonna be an interesting movie since it's artsy via Greta Gerwig like it's maybe an awards contending film but then also it's so commercial and corporate and blockbuster marketed too that it's like a little concerning to me how it's gonna feel but that's exciting I guess And I'm happy to be in the first audience for it For like public audience So I already mentioned that Um She Will Be Loved is playing Um Anyway I'm getting a t- <laughs> I'm getting a text Message right now Sorry it distracted me Um uh, yeah, so I guess that's all I really have to say right now, um, the barns like, I, I kind of did some work, I kind of, but I didn't do any job searching, which I feel like job searching really has to become a priority, um, so, oh sorry, I just keep getting texts, but it's not important, um while i was here at whole foods i was thinking of the sisters who taught me in elementary school because i was thinking like wait maybe going to catholic school until second grade and getting that kind of education which was actually like a very strict place with nuns teaching you like is part of why my personality is the way it is for better or worse. And so then I was like, I have to look up those sisters. Because I remember Sister Dorothy, Sister Maureen. And I'm like, are they still alive? What are they doing? And um, I didn't find the obituaries for them. But I did find a picture of Sister Maureen. And it honestly makes my heart feel so many things to see pictures of them. It was, I guess... I don't know. It was not 30 years ago, but 25, 26, 27 years ago at this point, that um, I was in second grade, I'm thinking, um, in first grade in kindergarten, which is where I went to Catholic school. So I was just thinking about that and, like, looking at pictures of that, feeling feelings about it, and... That is all I have to update you guys on. I guess I'll do one more after the movie because you're going to be so curious to know, but I think, so stay tuned for that and I'll see you guys, um, in the next segment. Okay, you guys, sorry, it's still before the movie, but I'm like walking down the street and going around the block to kill time to smoke weed and- People are on the street, and you could tell they're dressed to go to Barbie. Like a man in a pink Barbie shirt, a woman in a full pink outfit with like cowboy boots, like a couple in matching pink outfits, and um it's just like uh, I appreciate fandom, of course. I love fandom, and I love a themed event. I love dressing up to go to the movies. I've dressed up to in the movies before, like when cats came out and we all wore cat ears, for instance, and that is definitely not below me in any sense. I respect it and I think it's an interesting part of culture, but with Barbie, I love the color pink, I guess. I get it, but I don't know. With Barbie, it's feeling different to me. Like, Going to see Cats the Musical and wearing cat ears Is because I love the music from Cats I love the concept of the movie Cats is not a, like A consumer product where As like Barbie is I guess Like it's a fandom f- for A toy And It's like going to the Lego movie And like wearing a hat made of, made of Legos There's just something like a little bit more I don't know if debased is the right word. I don't know what that even means. Like, it's not depraved. It's just, like, dorkier. No, I don't think it's dorkier. But, like, it just kind of offends my senses somehow. But this is exactly what I signed up for. Like, this is anthropology. This is... They made this movie for over a year. They've been advertising it. They made it into this kind of undeniable event or moment like inevitable one and it will be pop it is pop historical I feel like already and I haven't seen it yet and it hasn't come out yet and I feel like that's why I'm here like I want to be in the midst of that and say I was there and I guess that's a huge draw for many people right they just want to say they were there when it feels like something big is happening I see a mother and a daughter in bright pink with bright pink shoes and hats. And um, the son is even wearing a pink hat. And it's just like, okay, like, I didn't know the fandom was this strong for something like Barbie, which kind of feels outdated in my mind, or just like a kind of toy you have as a kid And, like, very few people become obsessed or, like, become collectors. Like, of course, I know people growing up who had, like, the Glinda Barbie in the box, right? Or the special edition Barbies that they didn't take out. And I understand it from, like, a toy collecting perspective. I mean, I totally love Beanie Babies. I love other dolls, too, like, collecting them or whatever, collecting things. It's just, like, I don't know why I can't really wrap my head around... The fandom for this one. Um, It gives me kind of like... Girls in high school who... It just gives me brain dead vibes. It gives me like... People who... And I feel like the movie is going to be feminist. And challenge social... Things about Barbie. And I feel like people are going to love it. For that. But... It's like... I don't know okay feminism like Just what kind of feminism is it gonna be And it's so mass scale Like it's Interesting is this like pussy hat culture I don't know I don't know We're gonna find out though We're gonna find out I just had to like say something I gotta go smoke weed now I'm sorry I'm gonna come back after the movie now For real bye Hey everybody, I just got out of the movie, and I have so much to say, and I'm going to try to say it all before I get to the train. I'm walking down 14th Street towards 8th, 8th Avenue to take the train home, the A train. Okay, so first things first, I smoked a ton of weed, remember? And then I went into the movie, and I got my ticket scanned, and I went up into the theater, and there was people wearing pink everywhere really dressed up a girl with barbie dolls and a clear bag and there was a step and repeat with a photographer and a big b and there were character actors dressed as ken and barbie you could take your pictures with okay and then i went to the theater and just like i hypothesized the people who bought the wheelchair companion seat and the wheelchair space were sitting in the two wheelchair companion seats neither of them were in a wheelchair which is what the wheelchair space is for so they may have just not known when buying their tickets like what space to take and that the wheelchair space isn't a seat and then both sat in the companion seats so without even saying anything to them I thought well I have to talk to, I'm going to talk to a manager first because I'd rather talk to the manager than get them mad and have them talk to the manager it's like What's gonna hap- What could I do? Make one of them like stand the whole time and ruin both of their movie? Um, no. So I went and I talked to a guy, and he was like pointing me to another guy, and I got to the um, to the what call it the the counter with the concessions, and the manager was talking to two other girls. And I couldn't tell what their problem was, but they kept being like, You need to help us like get into a different movie or give us a concession or give us free movie pass or do something and he was like going back and forth between two registers, trying to like comp them something, going really slow, and I was just like, Oh my god, the movie's gonna start in ten minutes and like these people are taking their damn time to get the manager's attention. So I waited, I waited, I looked frustrated and then I asked the manager like I kind of interrupted the manager helping them to be like hey I have a problem it's a little urgent I explained the problem about the seats he understood and I said do you have like any extra seats you keep that you could bring out I'm happy just like sit in a folding chair or something like whatever I don't know and he was like no we can't do that you and then those girl the girls were like, Hey, you're being way too nice about this. That's your seat. You should have them come here and talk to the manager. It's their problem, not your problem. And the manager was like, Yeah, actually I agree. And I was like, No, but like you don't understand, like I don't really care about seeing this movie that much. Like, I did it really last second, got that C. I just wanted to see it to get it over with. Like I'm sure they they're two people who came together, like It's not right that I kick them out of their seats. Like, is there no resolution for this, really? Okay, so put that to the side. So I'm trying to... Like, that all happened. Like, my getting help, like, happened in little chunks in between the girls next to me getting help. And the girls next to me, it turned out what they did was they got tickets to Oklahoma, the musical movie that was showing, like, as a throwback with, I think, Matthew Broderick. They ordered tickets... And there was no showing. They ordered tickets weeks ago. And there was a showing available in Union Square for that. And um, when they got to the theater, they weren't showing it. They used the theater for Barbie instead. Um, and no one had notified them. No one sent them an email about that. And I was like, are you sure you bought tickets for here? Because I did see it was playing in Battery Park. And, like, you know, it might be also playing at Essex. Like, if you guys go now, you might be able to make it and they were like, I don't know, and I was like, looked at their phone, I was like, actually, yeah, no, you did get a ticket for here, that is crazy, I'm so sorry, and they were like, yeah, like, I was like, where's the other 40 people, though, who bought tickets, and then they were like, I guess no one else bought tickets, and I was like, I guess not, I don't know, it's hard to say, and, um, while this was happening, too, another woman came to the side of me, to need to talk to the manager and I turned to her and I said what's your issue because the manager obviously isn't going to help her and she wasn't speaking up for herself so I was like okay what's your issue and she was like I ordered food uh through my app for pickup for mobile pickup and I was like okay well it doesn't look like mobile pickup is up here do do you do you think it might be downstairs at the downstairs concessions she was like I don't know and I was like well did you choose upstairs when you ordered it and she was like no and then I was like okay one second and I like walked around to like one of the cashiers and I was like, hey, where's mobile pickup? And they were like, downstairs. And I went back to the girl and I was like, it's downstairs. And after she like stood there for like a good five to eight minutes, like just waiting her turn to talk to the manager. So I I felt good that I solved that problem for her. And then, yeah, the girls watching Barbie and the manager, they were just like, I was just like, I'm not going to kick them out of their seat. I don't know what I'm going to do. And... I like was going to walk away to go like see if I could just sit in the back of the theater on the ground. And the manager was like, stop, stop, wait, stop. And I was like turned back and the manager handed me a piece of paper it was like a receipt paper with the barcode and he was like, this is for a free movie, you could use it anytime. And I was like, okay, thank you. And like walked away into the theater, right? And the movie had just started, I was maybe like, this took, this ordeal, I'm trying to talk to the manager and figure it out, it took a good 16 minutes. The previews lasted less than 20 minutes, so when I got in there, a good 30 seconds have started in the movie, maybe 60 seconds, maybe 120 seconds, I'm not exactly sure. And then I thought, okay, wait, so I had a ticket in the other theater for the second row that I canceled last minute maybe no one else bought that ticket between when I canceled it an hour ago and now, and there's an open seat there, and I could just watch the movie from the other theater, right? Kind of, kind of like genius. So I walked into the other theater, and the movie in that theater was a few seconds behind the movie at the other theater, so it actually started it earlier than when I had walked into, and then... I, like, walked down. I kind of looked down at the second row, and I think there was an open seat, like, one one seat in. But then maybe about seven rows up, there was an empty seat right on the end. No cups, no bags. And I just bent down, and it was maybe three tweens in a row. Not tweens, like, 14 to 17-year-olds, like, young, you know, 8th, ninth, or 10th graders, 11th graders, maybe. And I was like, hey, is anyone sitting here? And the girl that was with them was like... Well, it's her mom's but her mom might be coming up late or she might not even be coming. And I was like, Okay, well I'll just sit here until and if she comes I'll move, okay? And they were like, Okay, so I sat like next to like a teenage boy, like a fourteen or fifteen year old boy, maybe sixteen, and then a girl who was his friend and then another girl. And I was like, Okay, perfect. I'm actually sitting at a row. That's a perfect vantage point. Like it's like it wasn't too close at all. And the sound was good And I was locked in I got to watch the movie just normally And I felt like You know, that was like A really fun divine alignment And it makes me remember like I kind of love doing things like this on the fly And problem solving and crowd Like the thing I like about crowds is solving problems or something Anyway Okay, so I watched the movie Um... What to say about the movie? The movie is fine, you guys. The movie is fine. It's a Greta Gerwig movie. It's filled to the brim with entertainment value. Um, you know, it's a feast for the eyes. It is funny and sharp. Um, how and it's surreal. It's social commentary. A lot of it. Um, but you can't help but just feel a tinge of, for me anyway, a little bit of sadness, thinking like, oh, these talented people, Greta Gerwig and the actors within this film are making this a movie about a commodity. I don't know, like, I know that that kind of sadness is built into the film itself quite purposefully to sort of neutralize or to kind of have a sense of awareness to it that people find enjoyable. I feel like people who like pop culture will really like this movie. People who read articles about it in The Atlantic will really like this. it had a lot of really fun ideas in it that I think um, just make you make like a general audience member think a little bit more than they usually do. It's very twee. It's very Noah back, It's very Greta Gerwig in a way because it's um, we're getting kind of like commodity or commercial twee, twee in a sense so it has a lot of the sentimental Wes Anderson like in a sense or it's like Mumble in a sense um, which makes it I guess more interesting to some people or edgier or um, not as a straightforward blockbuster but it has a more certain um, depth to it in a sense um you know it's really about <laughs> the depth of flatness in a way because of the way that the barbie's world is so colorful and flat and caricature-y and shallow but you know it's about the depth of the shallows i guess which is something that if you like pop culture is a common is a, you know a very common idea in pop culture or something that people Really love about pop culture, so or at least people who are consuming it consciously or something. I don't know, it doesn't matter how you're consuming if it's conscious or not. In a lot of cases, Um, I'm not sure in this movie if it's like matters how you enjoy it. Um, Something about it about the audience let's talk about the audience. Like I said, everyone is dressed up and there is a it and even though i'm not a fan of this franchise of like i'm not a fan of barbie per se and i don't really feel invested in what barbie represents and the cultural moment of it all i was when i saw cats and i remember seeing cats in theaters and clapping and clapping at every part that you could even think to clap and that's what happened at this movie there was a group of people who led the clapping um, over and over again and who, (coughs) (coughs) excuse me, and who clapped at so many different things. And I even clapped, and, like, I didn't feel like clapping much at all, honestly. Um, I never, like, felt moved too much. The boy next to me did feel moved to clap along a few times, and I did end up clapping one time, I remember. I forget what it – oh, there's this part where <laughs> where <laughs> there's so many parts where it's like kind of like it's almost like Rocky Horror a little bit in the sense where it's like or like Mamma Mia where it's like there's these lines and moments that happen that feel like you're supposed to respond. Like it makes like Barbie's like, I'm Barbie. It's Barbie and it's Ken and or something like that and I remember clapping. There there's a bunch of moments in this film that, yeah, like really hit it over, hit it on the head, and do it well, I think, but then, yeah, like, the clapping, that's all I wanted to mention, like, people were clapping a lot, watching this film in my theater, and I was thinking about the group who was, like, initiating the clapping, you know, getting it going, and how, like, people really went along, and I appreciated them, and I wish at the end of the movie I was able to, like, go around and be like, who started the clapping, and just tell them, like, don't change, stay enthusiastic, (laughs) because, I've seen movies that I was really, really excited to see before where I'm invested in the kind of storytelling or the characters or the vibe or the aesthetic or, you know, the genre or, like, the cultural context for it and have clapped and been enthusiastic and such. You know what I mean? Like, I've done that a bunch. And... Um, Even though this movie for me would never, I would never do that for this kind of thing because I don't feel like clapping for it. And I think it's not like a great, it's not great what it is, in my opinion. It's not, it's good. I like the movie. I liked it. I thought it was a good movie or whatever. But I wouldn't say it's great. And I wouldn't say that it, like, no, I, I, there's something about it that serving what, serving a very, I would say it's extremely heterosexual, ex-heterosexual, the movie, even though, like, I don't know how else to explain it, it's very binary, or very, like, I don't like the brand of Barbie that much, like, I don't know, like, I wish this project wasn't Barbie, I'd be down if it was a Greta Gur You know but And okay so one thing I have to mention is that Ken really stole the show The character of Ken So Ryan Gosling's character was written extremely well And he got a ton of funny lines And um I feel like He stole the show a thousand percent There were a ton of like Little things in the movie that they did That were just like cheeky tongue in cheek Breaking the fourth wall stuff cringe in my opinion um you could tell that Greta Gerwig studied a bunch of other films to make this I feel like there are just reference like visual references to other films everywhere like for instance at the beginning they all sit on the bleachers and it's very much like tell me more in Greece or you know they're doing a song and dance number and then it fades into like a sound stage and brings you into like uh, even more abstract realm than the one we were in previously, which I feel is very, like, I don't know, older dance movie, like, musical movies and dance movies. Um, anyway, okay, so the movie ends, and then the titles at the end, like, the end titles were really nice. Uh, I loved how they did the end titles. They showed all these vintage dolls and did, like, cute. It just looked really, like, corporate a cute corporate mo- like collage. Okay, so anyway, I leave the movie theater, and there's these um, benches, like a little area, like couches. And guess who's there? The two girls who couldn't see Oklahoma. They're still there, and I'm like, "What are you guys doing here?" And they're like, "Oh my God, Kyle!" Because actually, I told them my name because <laughs> because like um, you know when we were all figuring out, they're like, "What's your name?" Because we got, you know, we were both trying to, like, get a problem solved. And we, at first, I was mad at them for taking up time for me to get help. But then at the end, we were, like, allies because we were both needing help and couldn't be helped, actually. So they were sitting there. I was like, oh, my God. Hi, you guys. They're like, how was the movie? Did you see it? What happened? I told them what happened, you know, about going to the new theater and getting a seat. And they're like, oh, so happy. We were worried. And I was like, what are you guys doing here? Did you see a movie? And they're like, no, we've just been sitting here talking the whole time. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. And um, uh, they were <laughs> and then, like, the people who were paid to dress up like Barbie and Ken were, like, standing near us. And they, like, looked to them and like, "Who are like, who are you guys? <laughs> and they're like, oh, like, you know, Regal just hired us to do this. And they're like... I was like, yeah, there's like part of the marketing, you know what I mean? The promotion, they're promoting it. I don't know. And they're like, oh my God, you're part of the Barbie promotional team. And they're like, no, no, Regal just hired us. We actually mostly do like Marvel characters and stuff. And then I looked at them harder and I was like, I know who you guys are because when I went, last time I went to AMC Lincoln Center, I forget what we were seeing. I think it was Nope. Um, I was waiting on a bench and they were there in their Marvel costumes taking pictures near us. And I was standing right near them. And so I told them, I was like, oh my God, I've seen you guys like one time in your Marvel costumes up near AMC Lincoln Center doing like Marvel photo shoots. And I remember her too. And it was like, the girl dressed as Barbie. I was like, because she looks just like BB Rexa." And the guy playing Ken was like, okay, uh, what? And I was like, yeah, I know you, <laughs> basically. And he was, like, full out in the whole Can Get Up. And I was, like, that's so crazy. Like, do you guys have an Instagram page? Are you guys, like, a troop? And he didn't really, like, clarify any of those things. And then... I was like, all right, girls, well they were like, How's the movie? I told them just kind of what I told you, like Ken stole the show. Like it's it's actually pretty good. Like if you like Greta do you like Greta Gerwig? If you like Greta Gerwig, you'll probably like this too. Like and they're like, We're seeing it tomorrow. And I was like, It's gonna be so much fun and I told them how people were clapping and like really, really into it and how it made it fun. <laughs> and um they were like Oh great and I was like you guys should add me on Instagram <laughs> and then they're like oh, okay and I was like it's a meme page so it's not my personal page and they're like oh okay and I told them it's I need God in every moment of my life all one word and they looked up and they're like what is it like G for Jesus and I was like yeah it's God memes you know it's just like God memes basically and then they looked at it and they're like oh my gosh you're like, for real, like, whoa, like, you're somebody, and I was like, yeah, and they're like, oh, my God, will you follow us back, and I was like, for sure, just follow it, and I'll follow you back, and they're like, oh, and Depths of Wikipedia follows you, we just went to her show, and I was like, oh, yeah, Annie, Depths of Wikipedia, I saw her read once, and it's true, like, when I went to that reading, I made a voice memo about it, and she read along with Mackenzie and some other people and Molly, when Molly Soda was there. I don't know if you guys remember if, or if I posted that. But I was like, oh, yeah, I saw her read. I, I guess I, like, know her, but not really, actually. And they're like, that's so funny. I was like, you went to a live show of hers? And she was like, yeah. And she had a special guest. Do you know Double Rainbow? And I was like, what? And they're like, oh, maybe you're too young for that. And I was like, no, I'm 33. I know Double Rainbow all the way across the sky. And they were like, Yeah, you know the corn song? Like, I really like corn. And I was like, Yeah, I know of them. It's like auto tune the news or whatever. I'm like 33. And they're like, Oh, yeah. Well, he was there too. So it's like cool internet people. <laughs> and I was like, Wow, that's so cool. Um, well, I got to go, but I hope you guys have a blessed rest of your evening. And they gave him a peace sign and walked away. So I feel like, I don't know. I'm a little bit riding high from that experience, um, and they were even like, you're dressed for Barbie, because I'm wearing this, like, salmon-colored, um, kind of, like, earthy salmon clay pink polo shirt with, like, khakis that are, like, gray, but on, like, the reddish pink side of gray. And um, they're like, they said I was dressed for Barbie, which I guess is true, but I didn't really try. I wore this yesterday. Anyway, yeah, so now I guess I have to go home. And tomorrow I have a doctor's appointment in Barnes & Noble again. And thanks for listening. This one was, I think, a pretty good one. I don't really know, but I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.